Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Israel Jamaica, and Japan, and in the states of Alaska, Iowa, and Oklahoma, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, in the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is create a positive mood. Change your mood by changing your behavior shower, go for a walk, or open the curtains, then do something you enjoy. This is more important than ever. With all the trauma in the world today, we are all experiencing PTSD and anxiety. More people are being diagnosed with mental illness and depression, and there are increases in divorce, addiction, and suicide. Spiritual leaders have always recommended volunteering to overcome our emotional and mental difficulties. Now there is research that supports what our religious traditions have told us. Volunteering is good for our health, happiness, resilience, and longevity. It decreases inflammation, cholesterol, and our body mass index, and even helps those with mental health issues like depression and schizophrenia. One client who has been working on living without pain started our session for the first time the other day without discussing her pain. When she talked about her week, she mentioned having helped her friend reorganize her house for two days. When I mentioned that she hadn't talked about being in pain, even though she was lifting and moving heavy objects, she said, It's fun being needed. 
that was a wonderful awareness that moved her healing forward in a profound way. As we explored volunteer options, she told me that she had just been told about a perfect one for her. Although she's now retired, she loved her profession, and this volunteer opportunity allows her to put her abilities to use to help others in need. This was perfect timing for her. Since she's also a widow and wants to create more social opportunities for herself, she thought this would be enjoyable to do with someone else. She couldn't think of anyone, so I suggested she pray on it and watch for signs. I'm looking forward to hearing from her about how her new volunteer project is progressing. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third dimension earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Part of this shift is that signs and synchronicity are becoming more prevalent. Although I rarely get calls through Messenger, I received a missed video call and audio call from an old friend who I hadn't seen in years. When I called back, she said she hadn't called me, so we took the opportunity to catch up. She told me about some serious challenges she has had over the last couple of years, and I had several insights to share with her, which she greatly appreciated. I firmly believe, as does she, that the calls were made by the spiritual realm because she needed the information I gave her and I was grateful to help her. It was a way of thanking her for the gifts I got during the years of our active friendship. In addition to the sign I received to call my friend, the client I mentioned earlier received three signs that volunteering would be good for her. First was the awareness of how much she enjoyed helping others. Second was the e-card for this show, And third was the book Stitches by Anne Lamott, which she had just finished. Lamott put the foreword at the end of the book so that the reader received the message clearly that moving forward, their lives would be better if they engage in volunteer activities. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. 
My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Stephen Post, who's here to talk about God, love, and the hidden mystery of human connectedness. After our episode last week with Dr. Lori Nadell, I received the following email from Philip. I really enjoyed your interview with Dr. Lori. She has witnessed so much devastation and the resilience of people impacted by war. The story she shared about individuals playing music in war-torn areas were beautiful. To be able to find joy and beauty in the middle of disaster is very inspirational and uplifting. I made the decision several months ago to stop watching the news because of the impact it was having on my emotional health and anxiety, which she described as vicarious trauma. I love the exercises of butterfly hugs and color breathing she shared to help reduce tension and create a feeling of well-being. I plan to add them to my daily routine. Philip, I'm pleased to hear that you benefited from the show. I've been using her techniques, too, and love them. If anyone missed this episode or wants to listen again, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on healing from trauma and PTSD, please listen to some of my previous shows like July 30th, 2020 with Christopher Macklin, Centering the Mind, Healing Stress, Anxiety, Depression, ADD, OCD, and PTSD. March 14th, 2019 with Lee McCormick, Harness the Heart's Ability to Heal Anxiety, Depression, and Trauma. And October 31st, 2019 with Dan Willis, Healing Mind and Heart, Relieve PTSD, Depression, and Anxiety. Listen on demand to these shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled Healing Trauma Through Spirituality, posted in March 2015, which reminds us that true healing comes from the spiritual realm. Here's an excerpt. Most of us find it difficult to look at the traumas or difficulties in our past or present. We think that if we pretend it never happened, everything will be fine. The fact is that when we bury our past traumas, they continue to harm us even if we don't know it. The problem is that whatever blockage we are experiencing today is so far removed from the past trauma that we often don't see the relationship. And it can even be something that appears small or unimportant when it really wasn't. The challenge then becomes allowing ourselves to see the truth, to feel the pain, and let it go. My way into seeing the truth of my life was through the spiritual realm. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth, Prayer, which explains that the spiritual realm wants to help us heal and live our life with hope 
optimism, and gratitude. Because of the pandemic, climate change, social injustice, mass shootings, war in the Ukraine, and the threat of nuclear war, we are all living with fear and anxiety. If we stay stuck in fear and anxiety, we make matters worse by adding to the chaos and negativity in the world. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own vibration. Your higher vibration will touch everyone you encounter and then everyone they encounter and so on. We are the point of change. Heal yourself and you help heal the world. This is the concept of oneness. We are all connected. We will be doing two techniques every week until there is peace to help increase your vibration and that of the Ukraine. Let's, let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now. Imagine a big pink heart like a balloon surrounding yourself and then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love, and it was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it is there instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear and anxiety. Do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine, the mass shooting in Texas, climate change, COVID, and everything else that worries you. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors on social media and do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of love anytime they need protection or love. The second technique is my affirmation to help release fear and anxiety and create inner peace. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep if I wake in the middle of the night or go into fear or anxiety about the Ukraine or anything else. Let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. Another part of the shift to the fourth and fifth dimensions is the impact it's having on animals. They are becoming more connected to humans, feeling their energy and connecting more easily with those of us who are open to them. One challenge this is posing for our animal companions is that they are feeling the fear and anger that humans are carrying inside, even if they don't know it. The result is that dogs are more likely to bark at strangers who may appear as if they, pre as if they present no danger, but the fear and anger they hold inside feels like a threat to the dog. This awareness emerged with my dog client who was feeling threatened by passerbys. We explained to her some of the things they are, that are going on in the world, how it's affecting humans and that they are not a threat to her or to her human parents. We decided that she needs energetic protect, protection just like we do. So every morning her parents are going to put the universal pink heart of love over her. 
In addition, we worked out some other strategies to help her feel safe inside her home and when out for a walk. It's also important that we monitor our own behavior. For instance, we need to speak in a calm voice if we want our animals to be calm and not bark or pull on their leash. If they pick up tension or anxiety from us, that will only add to the problem. I know there are a lot of jokes about talking to our animals, but they are sentient beings with the capability to think, problem solve, and feel. Life can be very scary and confusing if they don't understand what's going on. The more we can share with them in a kind and compassionate way, as we would a young child, the more relaxed and peaceful they will become. Our guest, Dr. Post, is the best-selling author of Why Good Things Happen to Good People. He has been quoted in over 4,000 newspapers and magazines, including Parade Magazine, O Magazine, and U.S. News and World Report, and his television appearances include The Daily Show. Post told us that being kind is good for our happiness, health, and resilience, and that compassion improves patient outcomes and clinician well-being. He addressed the U.S. Senate on volunteerism, and his numerous awards include the Moral Challenge of Alzheimer's Disease, being named Medical Classic of the Century. He teaches at the Renaissance School of Medicine at Stony Brook University, where he is founding director of the Center for Medical Humanities, Compassionate Care, and Bioethics. His latest book is God and Love and Route 80, The Hidden Mystery of Human Connectedness. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows. While on my website, learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos, Discovering Your Past Lives and Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is what signs have been showing up in your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Post, who's here to talk about God, love, and the hidden mystery of human connectedness. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. 
From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141. Or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you thought about what signs have been showing up in your life. I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Stephen G. Post, who's here to talk about God, love, and the hidden mystery of human connectedness. You talk in in your um, book about the Blue Angel Dream, and that's a a key piece of information. Would you talk to us a little bit about that, please, and its importance to you? I I will certainly, Paula, talk about that. Um, You know, I'm now a a veteran medical school professor, Chicago, Case Western, Stony Brook, and all of lots of good things have happened in my life. But my journey began with a dream when I was just a 15-year-old boy. Uh, I'd gone uh, up to New Hampshire to a boarding school, and my my interests, I loved just reading scriptures from world religions. I was very much into what we called ancient history sacred studies. And um, every morning we were required to go to an Episcopal uh, service, a morning chapel. One morning I got up, kind of up, not all the way, sort of betwixt and between sleeping and waking. And I had this uh, dream of a road. Uh, It was covered with mist, so I could not see more than roughly two or three feet in front of me. Um, and as I was walking, I knew it was to the west, and I heard a little scratching to my left, and I looked, and I made out the contours of the face of a 
young man with stringy blonde hair who seemed like he was about to jump. And um, just at that point, an angel's face came into the dream, and she said, if you save him, you too shall live. And then the mist uh, dissipated and everything was bright and radiant. And I had no idea what that meant. But the thing is that it recurred five times over the next year. And I talked with uh, my friends about it, uh, my teachers, in fact, and even had a visit to Yale Divinity School to, to a class in adolescent spirituality because some of my professors up at St. Paul's had gone to Yale. And so that's the story. And, and, and again, was it, was it just my uh, creative, overworking imagination? Uh, uh, what was it? And then uh, a couple of years later, I was supposed to go to Swarthmore. Um, my my uh, parents were arguing with me pretty, pretty vociferously because I'd gotten a job in the Bronx to do tutoring. I loved tutoring and they didn't want me to go. They thought it was too dangerous. So we kind of struggled for, with this for several days. And, and, uh, and my mother said, you know, if you insist on, on doing this tutoring, it endangers you and I'm not going to cover you for Swarthmore. So I said, mom, that's a little on the, on the, on the heavy side. But I said, okay. And I looked at my dad and I said, dad, what am I going to do this summer for a job? And my dad was the president of W and J Sloan's department store, furniture store on Fifth Avenue. And he said, I know what you can do. You can work in Bill de Bono's lampshade factory in Patchogue. So reluctantly, with a copy of Siddhartha in my pocket, I would go uh, every day for two weeks to Bill de Bono's lampshade factory and cut cardboard on an assembly line. And then after two weeks, I just decided, you know, this is a little bit much so I drove Dad's uh, secondhand gray Mercedes 190 out to West Hampton Beach, where I had friends. And um, one night, it was actually a, a Friday night. I decided, you know, I'm 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 going to drive to the West. I'm going to follow my dream. I'm not sure about this, but there's a push. You know, things aren't too good at home, and the pull is I think somehow intuitively that that dream was premonition. So I said goodbye to Lee and uh, and you know my friends and and I I just drove down the Sunrise Highway and went through the Midtown Tunnel and across town and and uh, drove over the George Washington Bridge, not knowing where I was going exactly, but west. And there's a sign that says Route 80 West, and I thought, well, that's what I should take because that's the dream, not 95 South. So I drove through the night. And, uh, you know, I had about 50 bucks with me, so I was eventually going to run out of gas. And about five in the morning, there's a little bit of dawn, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to do a U-turn along the midway here and go back, and my reputation will be untarnished with my family. But lo and behold, just as I was thinking that, uh, the generator on this car broke. It was a pretty old Mercedes. And... um and I managed just to pull over on the right shoulder somewhere near the Lewisburg, Pennsylvania exit. Um, well, 
what was I going to do? I, I, there were no gas stations around. There were, there, there was, there were no cell phones in that era. I looked out and all I could see were wheat fields. So I took a piece of paper out of the glove compartment and I wrote a note in pencil, which said, okay, you ready for this? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I, I can't believe I did this. Even now, I have so many years later, to the, to the Pennsylvania State Police, please return this car to Henry A.V. <laughs> Post, 44 Davison Lane East, West Islip, New York, 516-669-5655, from his son, Stephen, who no longer works in the lampshade factory. <laughs> and, and, and then I, I, I had my classical guitar, I had my 50 bucks, I had um, my copy of Siddhartha, and and I threw my thumb out, and a big truck came by, and I won't go into the details, but suffice it to say, because this is about the dream, so I, I get all the way out to California, and I'm spending the summer with my cousin George Lamont, who uh, has a place in the Mission District, and uh, there's a Nichiren Shoshu Buddhist temple down on the corner of Chenery Street, where his apartment was, and Market Street, and I frequented that. I also played classical guitar in Hispanic restaurants and made pretty good money for the summer, too. But lo and behold, I drew a really bad number in the draft, and I did not want to go to Vietnam. And so I called um, the people at Reed College in Portland, Oregon, where I had been accepted, but I had declined. And I said, I really need a spot. And they said, okay, you can come here. And, uh, uh, so that morning, uh, or the next morning, very early, it's sort of the first week of September, I'm in front of the Nichiren Shosho Buddhist temple and my cousin George is there and my various friends and, and, uh, associates and, and, uh, they gave me a Gahon zone, which is a Buddhist scroll. And it's got wonderful symbols about universal mind, about one mind, about one heart, about original mind about the way our minds are gifts of, of spirit and not just manifestations of biology. Um, and it was all about love and such things. And so I put that in my backpack and I took the Market Street bus to Golden Gate Park. I walked across the, now I walked across the park. It's a pretty long walk. And now it's about, you know, maybe 830 in the morning and um, I, I walked up uh, that little red iron uh, step, stepway and got onto the bridge, and I walked along the left side. There's a, a, a walkway there, and I went, got all the way to the middle of the bridge, and now it was so thick with mist that I literally couldn't see more than a foot in front of me. Um, and as I got to the middle of, the, of that main arch, I heard some noise to my left. I squinted hard, and I saw um, the contours of the face of a of a young guy with stringy blonde hair, and he looked like he was about to jump. I had no idea what was going on here, but I quietly said to him, I truly hope you don't plan to jump. And then he screamed at me, because I guess I'd invaded his space, and he was really, you know, cursing and quoting Macbeth, life is empty nothingness. And, and I said, you know, um, I think I need to tell you something. 
I might be here for a reason. I might be here to meet you. And I told him that two years ago and 3,000 miles away in Concord, New Hampshire, I had a dream of a guy who looked more or less like him uh, on a road uh, to the west who was about to jump. I wasn't sure where. And, um, and I told him about, uh, about my friends, about the argument at home, about the, the car, that, about the lampshade factory, about leaving dad's car on, on Route 80. Um, and uh, all these things, it took about 15 minutes. Like, and, and in that period, he calmed down a lot. And then I said, look, I've got something that can turn your life around. So I, he said, what's that? You know, and I said, I have a gahone zone. And he said, what the hell is a gahone zone? So I took it out of my backpack and I, unroll, I unscrolled it. <clears throat> and I said, look, this will completely change your look. Why don't you walk across the railing and come over here and, and I'll explain it to you a little bit. And he came across and I explained it to him just as best I could because I didn't know that much about it. I mean, in the mor- that morning, they don't, you know, Gus, who was a Japanese-American, had only told me you know, the meaning of a few of the symbols. But I said, look, I'm going to give this to you. Um, and I'm going to write a note to my cousin George and I'm going to say that, uh, that he should take care of you for the summer. And so I gave him some money because I made money over the summer playing music. And uh, I gave him the, the Gahone Zone, a note, uh, Dear George, this is Harry. Please let him sleep on your floor where I did and take him down to the temple and just uh, take care of him. And hopefully he'll be okay. And so uh, Harry, we shook hands. He, he, he walked south on the bridge toward the, toward the park. And I, I walked north because I was going to Portland, Oregon, where Reed is located. And just as, I, just as we parted ways, suddenly um, all the mist just, it was just completely cleared up. And the sun, the sky was so blue and radiant. I mean, it was like electric. I couldn't believe it. And I had this feeling that somehow just, you know, I, I, had, I had been in the dream and that this was all supposed to happen. And, and it was quite breathtaking because, I, you know, again, I thought, hey, that was two years ago and 3,000 miles away, and, and somehow I had this, this dream, and it seems to have something to it. I was never sure of that, but now I, I know I was. Anyway, I got up to read in a, in a, in a, I got a ride on a, in, a, in a little red truck with a guy whose name was Dwayne Dill, he said D-I-L-L, just like in Dill Pickle, and this here's my wife, Dorothy, and they happened to be going up to Oregon, so I, everything was so guided. So I got up to Oregon, and then to, to make the story short, uh, at, at the very end of January, um, I was uh, in the Reed College coffee shop, and lo and behold, a guy came bursting in about nine at night, and his name is, I'm Andy, and I've got the fastest motorcycle in the world. It's a Harley Davidson shovelhead, and who wants to go for a ride? So, like a fool, you know, I said I'll go. And this fellow did look a little bit crazed, and and uh, um, uh, I, I I went out into the parking lot. I got on the back of his motorcycle, and his name was Andy, and he drove off, and he hit about 150, 160 in just you know a minute or two. He went through every stop sign, every red light, and then he turned south on the Pacific Coast Highway. And he hit 180, and it was wet and slushy. It doesn't snow in Oregon, but it, it's very rainy, and it can, it can get slippery. 
And so I really thought I was dead. I was holding on for dear life. He was scream, screaming into the rain. And uh, I, I just, I, you know, I asked him, please let me off. And he wouldn't. And I just felt like this was the end of my life. And, uh, you know, I was practically crying. And, and then after an hour, he did this incredible U-turn. And he went over the midway. And he drove me back to Reed College. And he dropped me off exactly at the spot where he had picked me up on the, on the little parking lot. And I wobbled uh, across the bridge. There was a ravine to Ackerman Dormitory, which is where I was living. I never, uh, I never, uh, Paula picked up the payphone in the, in the common room because it just wasn't something I do, did, but I had given my mom the number. So as I was walking by the phone, it began to ring. And so I felt a pushed, you know, there was, I didn't see anything, but I felt somehow pushed toward the phone and I took it intuitively and I picked up the phone and I said, hello. Now it's 11 o'clock California time. So it's two in the morning in New York. I said, hello. And it was my mother calling me and she said, oh my God, Stevie, you're alive. She had woken up from this incredible dream and she said she thought I had died. She was sweating. She, she, she was beside herself. And I said, Mom, you know, I thought I was died. I died too. And, uh, and we talked about this. And we both kind of marveled at the connection uh, spiritually between a mother and a, and, and a son, even though I had you know, taken off with the car and left it on the highway. And, uh, um, and, and that, to me, was the, the, the completion of the of the dream because the angel had said, if you save him, um, right. If you save him, you too shall live. And I thought somehow there was a connection there. I, I had saved this kid on the bridge. And then somehow at a moment when I thought I was finished, uh, I was going to live. And I don't know if that you know, if I'm making any sense, but that's how I interpreted it. And the rest of my life, I always felt that there was a universal mind um, beyond time and place, that our minds are gifts that we all share in some small portion of that mind so we can be connected intuitively. We can have amazing moments of creativity uh, that we feel don't really come from us, but they almost invade us. And, uh, um, and, and that's how I've lived my life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one-mind kind of guy and I followed uh, uh, you know God and Love on Route 80 is, is, a, is a collection of about 12 amazing stories of synchronicity I would call this all synchronicity that somehow we're loved by this supreme mind and supreme heart in ways that are much greater than we really know and all kinds of uncanny encounters and meetings will occur but we have to notice them and we have to appreciate them because they're not just normal cause and effect. Somehow they're too perfect. They're too set up by the universe to be anything that simple. So I'm a believer in this, and the book is about these experiences that I've had. I, I've, I'm trying to figure out what to say. So I think that what I'm going to say is that we need to go to break. What an incredible um, story about the hidden mystery of human connectedness and the love that connects all of us. 
and the energy that connects all of us, regardless of where we are physically. Um, thank you for sharing this beautiful story with all of its messages, both articulated and embedded in what mm-hmm. you've said. And let's talk more after break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on our show's important information from each show in the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their right and left brain, and move forward with more ease and speed, changing from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Please think about how you can add more love to the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Stephen G. Post to talk more about God, love, and the hidden mystery of human connectedness. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you thought about how you can add more love to the world. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Raphael can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Dr. Stephen G. Post talking about God, love, and the hidden mystery of human connectedness. Um, During the break, Stephen, we were talking about one mind and how... um, how important this concept is and that you refer to as infinite mind. Would you talk to us about that, please? Well, what my experiences out West, but throughout my life have taught me is that contrary to materialists, our minds are not just derived from tissue, matter, cells, brain, whatever, um, that our minds have a very powerful, universal, mystical point of origin. I call this the one original mind. And that's something that Hinduism and the Ayurvedic tradition and Buddhism and many great mystics and even physicists who have won Nobel Prizes Leave. When I was at the University of Chicago, I worked with the Nobel laureate John Eccles, who discovered everything we know really early on about the synapses in the brain. He was a neurophysiologist, and he, he said very powerfully that he in no way wanted to uh, accept the idea that we can reduce mind to matter, that matter is something distinct, and it's probably the case, he believed, that matter comes from mind. So, so that's really important because people do have premonitions. They do um, have dreams. They do have creative moments. Ramanujan in, in southern India, uh, in Chennai, uh, just a, a teenager uh, praying in front of his goddess, and he would receive these algorithms. He'd see these formulas. He wrote them down in the, with his finger in the dirt beside him, and then he would come back later on. He wrote them into a notebook, and that notebook is in the middle of the library at Trinity College, Cambridge University in England, and it's considered to be the foundation of quantum physics. They asked him to prove it. Actually, he, he published one page of this thing, and he was immediately invited in about 1901 to Cambridge and, and they were astonished by it. They asked him to prove it. He said, I don't have to prove it. I just know it's true. So the, the, the point is that a lot of our creativity is, is about getting into oneness with this consciousness, this universal consciousness, and, and, and being open to it. And people, sometimes they feel um, invaded by this creativity, by these premonitions, by these dreams, um, and, and as though they don't come from them, they come from somehow beyond them, but they're irresistible and they accept them and they turn out to be very valuable. So my dream when I was a 15-year-old completely shaped my, my life. Uh, and, you know, all my, all my writings about, about love and kindness, which, you know, I mean, why, you know, why good things happen to good people was a New York Times bestseller for a while. And it's 
about the power of doing good, but that's just the golden rule. That's just, you know, the, the, the teaching that, you know, if, when you love other people, um, you're fulfilling the, the hopes, the aspirations of the one mind, because you're also, you're also, by the way, helping yourself, because we all do have this oneness about us. And so if I save your life, I also save my own life. And that's why I think the, the, the Blue Angel said, if you save him, you too shall live at a deeper level, you know. And all my life, I mean, I've, I've been a professor. Uh, I, I, oh, by the way, I, I quit. I, I, I went on to uh, uh, study immunology at UPenn. I left immunology and I went to the University of Chicago Divinity School and I studied world religions. I, I worked with Mersha Eliade, who'd written the great book on shamanism, and Joseph Campbell, who was there about half, half a year uh, each year. And I told them both in the Swift Kick dining hall about my uh, dream and about the car. And it was remarkable, you know. So from that time on, I mean, I've been teaching in medical schools in Chicago and Ann Arbor, Michigan, in Cleveland, here in New York, but, and I don't sort of, you know, I don't teach this stuff. I teach about compassionate care and how to connect well with patients and bioethics and medical humanities and understanding the illness experience and not treating patients like a slab of biology. But the whole thing began with a dream. And, 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 and that's the beauty and there's one other little little story, you know, in the book, which is very powerful. I actually, I, I keep this walking stick in my office here, and sometimes I show it to students. But um, I spent 20 years in Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is an inner city suburb of Cleveland, or an inner ring, an inner ring suburb of Cleveland, excuse me. And um, I got this offer to come east, uh, and I really didn't want to leave Cleveland, but there were some issues. There was some push. I mean, there were politics, there were financial issues with the university. And, and so there's always, there's always in my life, there's a, there's a pull, you know, and a push. And a push. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. pull was, well, wait a minute, you know, but somehow I want to be open to this opportunity and maybe it's a really great opportunity and I'm not sure what I'll find, but, but it was painful to leave because I loved, um, I really loved uh, Cleveland. And not everybody does, but I did. And so um, that that night before I was leaving, my wife, my son, and I were at Glidden House, which is a hotel in University Circle. It's about 11 o'clock, and I'm standing there, leaning on the table with my old friend, Tom. And um, lo and behold, we hear this jingling. And an, an old African-American guy walks out between the barking spider restaurant and the, and then this dormitory. <clears throat> and he's got this wonderful walking stick with him, and we can see it shining a little bit because it's got stars and, and, you know, various little gizmos on it. And it gets 11 at night and he walks right up over to me. It's about a 50 yard walk. And he's got a, he's got a red suede leather jacket on that's got, you know, a little phrase on it and, and little bells, and he's probably about 75, 80 years old. And, and he walked and he said, I had a feeling that I had to come here and give you this stick because you're going someplace. 
and and I said, "Holy smokes!" You know, I, I I am I guess I am going someplace. I'm kind of doubting myself. And he said, "Take this stick because it's going to show you where you should go." And I said, "It's a beautiful stick. It was beautifully carved and beautifully finished." So I said, "Can I give you something for it?" I didn't have my wallet, so my friend Tom gave me forty bucks. I gave this guy forty bucks, and he said, "Just." Go forward, and 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 that that stick has been a guide for me. I mean, I you know <laughs> he actually said that the stick knows where you're going better than you do. So that's a, like a, a beautiful that's a beautiful place for us to end. What a fabulous story, and what wonderful messages you have to give. I thank you so much for joining us. I encourage everybody to purchase God and Love on Route 80, The Hidden Mystery of Human Connectedness. There's so much valuable information, the ideas of signs and synchronicity, love heals, one mind. Um, It's profound, and I'm grateful to you for writing the book and for being on our show. And I encourage everyone to visit Stephen G. Post, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-G post.com and unlimitedloveinstitute.org. Blessings to you, Stephen, and thank you. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com. Follow us on social media. Learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos. Read my latest blog, learn about my services, include individual or group coaching, speaking, workshops, retreats, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, reading tarot and Akashic records, mediumship, channeling your guardian angel, or schedule me for a video conference or a a speech or experiential workshop um, designed for your needs or one that's in high demand, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams, communication that works, making change smooth, ultimate creative problem solving process. Or if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Zoom or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides, the high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients achieve their goals and improve their health, relationships, and abundance. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to Archangel Raphael, who helps us heal physically through love. Ask for his help in addition to whoever else you pray to to help you heal physically through love. Lose your own words or say something like, Archangel Raphael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal my back through love. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Raphael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal the physical cause of my back pain. Pay attention 
to sign synchronicity and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please listen next Thursday when Peter Russell will join us to talk about letting go of nothing. Relax your mind and discover the wonder of your true nature. On June 30th, when Michelle Neff Hernandez will be here to discuss Different after you rediscovering yourself and healing after grief and trauma, and July, um, and uh, and the beginning of July when Dr. Susan Campbell will join us to talk about triggered to tranquil, how self compassion and mindful presence can transform relationship conflicts and heal childhood wounds. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.